Hi, welcome to another episode of The Lord's Delight. Today, I'm going to talk about rising waters. And this is not a flood I am talking about. I want to talk about when you go through storms. Sort of rising waters indicate like the peak of the storm when it's like intense. And I want to read a verse before I get started. It's Isaiah 43.2 When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. So God says, anytime you go through trouble that is uncontrollable, right? Think of passing through water. Once you get into the water, yes, you can control your body's movements, but it's going to be harder with all the resistance. And if it's a storm, you cannot even a lot of times control where you are. So the current is what is going to decide. When you are in such a circumstance, God says, I am with you. And I don't want to like dwell on storms. But what I want to show you is at those moments, it will just be you and God, nobody else. Even if it may be close friends, family, faith circle, none. It's going to be you and God. And I want to talk about two people who were going through storms like that. And the fact that God was with them. But that moment is going to be intense or the journey in the portion where you don't know what is going on. The first person is from the Old Testament, which is Job. And from New Testament, it's going to be Paul. So let's look at Job. We know that he lost everything. His family, his kids, his finances. And he was not in a good place physically. And then his friends come by. And they are Eliphaz, Bildad and Zophar. And then there is the fourth friend who is Elihu. They were criticizing him harshly. Eliphaz said Job's suffering must be a result of his sin. Bildad actually even said it out that Job's children must have sinned. That's why they died. And Job must have too because sinners can expect nothing but suffering in life and dishonor in death. And then the third friend Zophar, he's also being harshly criticizing Job saying, Job deserved even more suffering than what he was experiencing because he's not repenting. And you need to, these are good friends and they have traveled from afar hearing about Job and they first just sit and weep with him, they moan with him for a time period. And then, this is what they say. So I want you to be aware, when you go through storms, circumstances, there might be a period of time, people will be like sympathizing with you, compassionate, but at one point, 
they will turn around and they'll say okay it's time stop you are either sinning or you don't have faith or you are not repenting all these would come through because think of in a worldly circumstance if somebody is looking for a job there will be n number of people to give advice on how they should go about doing it those are all worldly advice they might be correct might not be but guess what our god has a unique path for each and every person and he is almighty so unless and until we know what god has for that person's life we shouldn't be interfering or having opinions telling them all these advice like these three friends of job did and the important thing here is there is a friend elihu you know what he did he was mad at all of them he was mad at job for trying to justify himself mad at the friends because they are condemning job unfairly and elihu argued that job sufferings were meant to draw him into a deeper understanding of god and that is the person you need to be listening to in the storm yes god and a friend like elihu whose voice god sends it's after that elihu spoke that god speaks but god never gave an explanation to job on why he allowed that suffering but instead after the storm he is called to admit how little he knows of god and his workings because god's mind his ways are way far above than what we can see or know i know there are n number of people that i have met who has said job's the book of job and his story has been such inspiring and that something is the one of their favorite books in the bible that has helped them in terms of trouble now we see that but when job was going through he did not even know why he was going through that and god never gave him an explanation because he is god so when you are going through the rising waters sometimes it's not about why what only god knows and job never got an explanation sometimes we might get why we went through something but a lot of times we might not and the friends were genuine friends but only one of them talked in a tune with god so discerning that one voice during your rising water phase is very important and that is what is going to be able to guide you or nudge you because this is the one friend who didn't say that job has to repent or criticize him but says don't justify yourself don't and then he's mad at the other friends and calling them out saying you cannot condemn your friend because you do not know he, on the whole he says we do not have complete understanding of the works of god how he works we know very little of why and that's such beautiful 
thing to say at that moment and so i want to encourage you if you are going through a tough phase a ri- like a rising water is surrounding you and you feel like you are just going by the current and not able to control where we are going just think of this god is still with you but amidst all the voices you hear you will hear god's voice because now we have the holy spirit that job didn't second there will be people like elihu who are the voice from god voice of reason so you need to be able to discern those elihus in your life and let's jump on to the new testament where we go to second corinthians to see paul and his troubles this is chapter 11 and this is not one instant right he is talking about what he went through physically if you look at verse let's say 23 he says i have worked much harder been in prison more frequently been flogged more severely and been exposed to death again and again five times i received from the jews the 40 lashes minus one the lash with the whip thing it is can you imagine physically how hard it would be even to get one he got 39 how many times five times how much it would have impacted impacted his body his health he needed to recover and then three times i was beaten with rods one time we stub our toe how horrible we feel he was three times beaten with rods once i was pelted with stones three times i was shipwrecked shipwreck like you know even once is like mind blowing like think of titanic that is a shipwreck but this guy has been in shipwreck three times a huge trauma and he says i've been exposed to death again and again i spent a night and a day in the open sea i have been constantly on the move i have been in danger from rivers in danger from bandits in danger from my fellow jews in danger from gentiles in danger in the city in danger in the country in danger at sea and in danger from false believers i have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep i have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food i have been cold and naked besides everything i face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches so this is what i want to say this guy repeatedly after getting hit once what do we think or oh, maybe this is not the ministry i need to do there's a lot of opposition maybe god is guiding me in a different direction he knew the struggles and through all that he was going through it by himself he knew god was with him and this is the path that god had for him he had that assurance because nothing none of this took him out none of this dangers the trials this is also both figuratively and literally rising waters it's not easy to be floating in the middle of a sea or a ocean like for a night and a day 
going without food what he endured is beyond what one can imagine was he lifted up at the end of the day and praised and his life was very different he knew he was going to lose it for christ he was repeatedly like building up churches writing letters and so much ministry to all this hardship and so this is what i want to stress this rising waters that you are going through they are not without purpose they have a purpose just like job's did we might not even know the reason ever but that's okay because our god does he might not tell us and that's okay but these rising waters in your life and those times it's just you and god he will help you endure and guess what that is going to be a beautiful testimony might be even generations down the line you don't know the impact it would have on people that might be the gospel you're called to preach you going through the rising waters and that journey of yours so what i would suggest you do is start writing because going through the journey there's going to be a lot of fall a lot of times you feel broken you feel like you can't do it but writing those because you don't want to turn back and think oh i got through it not bad no because there would have been moments where you broke down you need to write that down so that when you look back you can see what through what disasters and overwhelming things that you could have never done on your own god brought you through that is the beauty of our god he brings us through and i want to finish by reading the same verse again isaiah 43:2 when you pass through the waters i will be with you and when you pass through the rivers they will not sweep over you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned the flames will not set you ablaze amen talk to you guys later bye